In the end, maybe the correct language would be how the fact of putting four edges around a collection of information or facts transforms it. A photograph is not what was photographed, it's something else. Hey, welcome to the Street Shots Photography Podcast. This is Antonio. And this is Ward. And good evening, Ward. Good evening to you, sir. Happy New Year. I mean, this is our first show of the New Year. Is right? it? Wow. That's it is. Yeah. We, right. we, yeah. It is middle, of, it's, it, um, middle of January. You're right. Yeah. 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 Episode 151, by the way, for the middle of January. One. Yeah. I've got my microphone set on dark mood so i dark. Heard dark voice. <laughs> you're the continuation <laughs> of the smooth fm sound yeah. smooth jazz smooth yeah i don't jazz. i definitely don't have a voice for radio too many ums and licking sounds that's <laughs> great <laughs> so, sorry Let, let's discuss our listeners as soon as possible yeah we? yeah <laughs> um so how have you been i've been well how are you busy with work yeah, busy with work. I find I, I don't have any free time anymore. <laughs> well, that's the way it is. That's what it means to be a, a working person, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's a new concept for me. I'm about to change positions in my job. I'm uh, going to a, uh, out of the uh, the retail part and then into a virtual chat part, which I'm, uh, I don't know, a little oh. reluctant about, you know. You'll be able to do that from home? I will be able to do it from home for the time being. But I, I, I happen to like selling cameras to people and telling people about cameras and gear and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And now I'll be doing it virtually. So I'll be losing this sort of one-on-one -on -one contact with right. other people. Although, given the way things are going with the, with the Omicron variant, yes. the Omicron variant, um, kind of maybe a little relieved to be able to to be indoors for a little yeah. while. Yeah, so, that's that's fair. Yeah, but I do I did think I would not like the retail experience, or like I was because I never did it before. Mm -hmm. And yeah, with a few occasional people who are you know yeah. not great to talk to <laughs> yeah. for the most part. <laughs> yeah. uh, most part, it's it's fun because uh, it's like teaching. You know, talking to people. Yeah. Like I I mix in how to use a piece of equipment with what kind of you know, tools, the, what kind of, um, what are their goals with their photographs? I and, see. And yeah. So it becomes a, it becomes a different experience. So match the equipment with the customer. Yeah. 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 You know, I might be working and talking about Canon, but I'll say, you know what? I'm a Fuji shooter. So, you know, and they're like, Oh really? Why do you like Fuji? And like, I start to explain <laughs> to them and, and actually I know before we get in our conversation, I was talking, one of the main questions I get is the difference between mirrorless and, um, DSLRs. Mm -hmm. Like, why do I want to go to mirrorless? And I say, well, you know, because most people like, that's the way the manufacturers are going. They're all going to mirrorless and whatnot. But then I start talking to them about how I think that like being one of the pluses about mirrorless is you get to see your image on the screen as it will be photographed, right? You're not right. chimping your pictures so much. And I always say that that sort of draws me. Like if I set my picture profile on my camera or my film simulation so that I see oversaturated pictures and deep, dark shadows, mm -hmm. that kind of draws me into taking more pictures. The camera 
is showing me how the picture will turn out. And then I'm more apt to experiment and say, well, what does it look like when I shoot this? Or what does it look like when I shoot this? Right. So I feel like the camera is pulling me. And I really enjoy that, that aspect of the conversation, um, which is not, I didn't think I would, or I didn't think it was uh, something I'd be really into, but I am. But now cool. we'll be working from home. So I will let you know how that goes. All right. We'll check in in a couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> and one of the, you know, to, to segue into our topic for tonight, one of the things that happens to me at work is I get to sit there, like, when it's quiet and nobody shows up, I get to think a lot. <laughs> so I started, okay. I started jotting down, you know, notes for ideas for the show and discussions with you. And this is the first episode of the year. And, like, let's start off with something really heady. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I didn't have anybody set up for uh, interviews yet. I mean, I have to, I have to work on that for this year. But um, I was thinking about something, and it, and it came from. So this is the topic for the show, all right. But it came from having seen. Uh, you know, we talked to uh, Shane Balkowitz a uh, couple few episodes ago, and mm -hmm. so now I'm following him in several groups on on Facebook. Not only him, but another photographer's group. You're you're following him as well. Yes, right? I am. Yeah. And so lately, he's been. Um, posting tons of pictures. I know he said in his in his interview with us that he mainly shoots on Fridays, like Fridays is shooting day. Uh, but it does seem like he's either shooting tons of pictures on Friday and then releasing them. But he just seems like a machine, right? He's working and putting out pictures. But uh, and I'm, I, I'm not going to say I'm, I'm uh, a man possessed. Um, don't I don't think that. I think he's got a passion and a um. A, a real desire to to do these shots that he's doing with the process he's doing with the people he's photographing and he's right. just putting them out into the world and and it got me thinking about um about our photographs like like is it, so the the idea for the topic of the show was I want to say is like are um you're I'm, I'm going to say this statement your photographs are not only about you that's what popped into my mind when I see Someone like Shane doing the work that he's doing. Right. His keen and, sense of history. Like right. He's, yeah. Right. And the sort of, uh, um, uh, well, I can't come up with words this late at night. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Sorry. The, the more obvious thing is like, you know, he's a conduit, right? He's, right. he's channeling the, the um, you know, his subjects and the process through him and presenting and then, and then it's emerging out into the world and he's sharing it with us. And right. so to me, the body of work that he's doing, uh, is, is bigger than him. Yeah. It has more to do than, than Shane himself. Yeah. And so that's why I came up with the idea that the fo your photographs are not only about you and, you know, we can, we can get into the discussion from here, but, uh, it, it made me think that we're all sort of, we're constantly producing pictures, all of us, right? Yeah. Um, but, well, as photographers, I should. Well, actually, even non-photographers. I don't know why I should limit it to. Well, on your cell phone. On your cell phone, but yeah. everybody's doing it. We're all presenting pictures, and so many pictures are being are being shared. And uh, you know, the idea that um, somehow the work we're creating is not only for our self enjoyment or artistic purposes, but also to serve something larger, right? So I thought that might be a, a good thing to to talk about at least at the beginning of the year too. And uh, sure, I don't know. Uh, if we could talk about Shane a little more, um, sure, he's yeah. a good example of 
exactly what you're saying because so many of his images go to libraries and archives, not just in the United States, but around the world. He has images that are either displayed or kept in archives. And he has a keen sense of that. And he talks about, he, he's always saying about how old the process is and um, his his charge to his subjects about um, uh, what does what is his expression? He tells a subject before he shoots them. Uh, <laughs> have a thought that you want to last 500 years or something right, like that. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Something along those lines. And so it, you're, you're, he's imbuing the, the whole, his whole creative process with this sense of, of time mm-hmm. and timelessness mm-hmm. or however you want to put it. So he, he, he's kind of a, a, a very interesting example of exactly what you're talking about. Um, and so, yeah, I, th- I like the idea of this. I'm still, I'm still trying to wrap my head around it. So if we, if we go to why we shoot mm-hmm. the creative impulse, and I think we've always talked about that, or we've talked about that before about why we shoot and so on. And then we create this product out the other end. Well, is it, I mean, is it as simple as what, uh, say that we want to shoot to, s- we want to photograph to see how things are photographed? Yeah, for Sometimes, the photographer, I mean, for the photographer that, and right. then, then you, you know, you put your little paper boat into the stream and it goes away, you know, it goes, goes <laughs> off to its own life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I look at Winogrand, I don't, I'm not looking at something the way it looks photographed. I'm, I'm trying to search the image out for a story. I'm trying to figure out how a book of his work affects me, um, um, I know we had, uh, we had talked before the show a little bit about, um, uh, Walker Evans. And I think you had, you had raised a point about his book, the American, what is it? What's his, uh, uh, what's that book called? Um, oh, uh, I confuse it with Frank's, the Americans, um, American photographs, American photographs. It's got the word American in it. Yeah. So. Published in 1938, actually. And, and what was that was an assignment for him, right? Was it, or it was, it was something that he created alongside the work that he was doing for the, for right. the FSA. For the FSA in, uh, in the mid thirties. Yeah. Um, so he, he, he did that. He, he, and I think, uh, you know, and there was an article that you shared with me where you said, but, but basically the, the, the writer of the article said that, and I'm paraphrasing it horribly, but it was not about what he said, but what he showed in the mm-hmm. images and the impact and the cultural impact of those images came from, uh, uh, you know, as they appeared together in the book itself. And it created a feeling, uh, created a, a cultural impact. Mm-hmm. This, this statement that I had about your photographs being uh, more than uh, not only about you, it seems so obvious with someone like with a, with a Walker Evans or a, you know, a Shane or, you know, name any photographer who's sort of at the top of all of our discussions, right? Right. But what about for the rest of us? Like, that's kind of the, you know, it's easy to look at, at these, these people who are at the top of the pyramid in a way. And I don't mean that in a, you know, they're better than us. It's just, you know, we share their names in common. We understand their work. We know what they were doing. Mm-hmm. But like you and me, right? You know, I'm, you know, what's going to happen 
to my image is what what am I doing these things for? Am I, I of course I'm shooting the pictures that I shoot because I like the things that I'm looking at and I photograph them and I want to see them and I'm hey great you know mm-hmm. and yes I do share them with the world, um, but you know people have been doing this kind of sharing for years. I mean forever. I mean you even mentioned the you know let's go back as far as the you know uh, the cave paintings. You're yeah putting your hand on the wall and you're 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 leaving your impression that's not only for the again i wouldn't know what's in the mind of a prehistoric person who's in a cave yeah but i can imagine like wow look at what i can do and guess what other people can see this and and the result is you know a hundred thousand years later we're we're amazed by this thing that someone did that is no longer about that individual who did it it's something more about the you know, in this case, you know, the, the human um, desire to, to be creative or whatever was going through the mind of that prehistoric person. So, you know, to equate us in that direction, we're we're not only making these pictures for ourselves or, or photographing, let's be a little, you know, I can go a little bit further, we're being creative for ourselves, mm-hmm. even in a non-deliberate way. Like, yes, I might have a project, I want to make a book, like you and uh, uh, Mark making your book on the rodeo. That's very mm-hmm. deliberate creation right yes but you know i don't know pictures i'm taking every day of chairs or something you know right <laughs> or whatever something but no but that but that's a concentration or what, what's the word i'm looking for a deliberate act as well yes yeah and is. your trees um eight, yeah we uh, all have the things that we do yeah but even the you know the one-off pictures I, I i need to say this it could be couldn't be of any kind of picture that we're taking yes it can be okay. Yeah, uh, absolutely. <laughs> any, any well, no, no, no. It, no, it can be, but you know, uh, and we have our followers. We had there's maybe a dozen people who seem to want to comment or or like your images, and you have a little bit of a fan base. We have our um, our collective. We have the unusual collective. Um, there are different audiences, um, and that's another wonderful thing about the internet. Um, you know irrespective of the other cultural impacts with whatever privacy and all that kind of thing. But getting to see all these pictures and, and, uh, you know, you curate as much as you can who, who you follow and you enjoy their work. And, and it's not just, you know, I, I, I'm certainly with the concept that it's, that it's not just about you. It's, it's, it's this impact that we're all putting out, um, you know, I think it's a, it's an amazing thing now that we have all this electronic um, sharing that we can do. Yeah. I mean, again, people have been, people have been sharing for, you know, for ages. We just have it easier now. Yeah. But I think about things like, you know, I go through um, my uh, boxes of stuff from my grandparents' house and, and I still have them in the closet someplace. And I really have to go through them, but like tons of their snapshots, right? snapshots mm-hmm. with actually no information on the back of them. So I have no idea wow. <laughs> these pictures of people who they are. Right. But these are from like the thirties and you know, twenties and thirties. And there's a, it's a, it's a large amount of pictures and they weren't necessarily photographers, but they had a camera and they were taking pictures of their friends a lot. And there's a, that's why this, I don't go through it cause there's so many pictures and uh, you know, I'm obviously afraid I don't want to throw them out. You know, it's not yeah. a, I, it, that's <laughs> That's abhorrent to me. Yeah. <laughs> Thinking about throwing out pictures. But, you know, you go to a garage sale or, a, you know, a flea market or something like that, and there's boxes. Uh, I must have mentioned this a few times. I went to a, 
an antique store and there was a box of old pictures and it said, you know, buy an ancestor, you know? Yeah. And these random people and I bought five cards. So I did buy some ancestors. But, you know, in a way that's that someone had taken those pictures in the, you know, late 1800s, they somehow were, and who knows, the, the, the story of the travels of those pictures, but they mm. weren't destroyed, right? No. They were, no, they, they were, were left, kept. Yeah. They were kept and they were meant to go out in the world. And now it becomes this, you know, in this case, the ancestors, it became a little kitschy thing, but I bought them and, and now I've got these these five strangers and photographs of these people. And then, and then somehow they're affecting me. I've done right. something with them, you know? And so uh, I, like you said, is it like throwing a, you know, putting your little, um, you know, boat in the water and letting it sail or your message in a bottle and letting it go yeah. and not knowing what's going to happen. But um, somehow these things, I think I, I'm trying to think that everything that we're doing or maybe not everything, but let's just say a, yeah. A big chunk of what we do with our photography is not just going to be taking care of us in this current moment. That somehow it is going to affect the, the overall, the, yeah. the big, the big collective, as it were. You know? Well, when I think of Instagram, um, oh, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I just wanted to. There's probably a lot of people like some people like Ugh. when I think of Instagram. When I think of Instagram, just before I go to sleep at night, I yeah. think of Instagram. Um, you get a statistic on your insights of how many people have viewed it. So at least if you have one follower, very often that one person has seen, you know. So people do see your work. So there is an impact there, whether they like it or not. So in that way, there is an influence happening. Um, and I don't mean, I didn't mean to use the word influence and Instagram <laughs> together. It's terrible. You know, somewhere out in the world, there are people who are professional influencers. And, and <laughs> I'm not making fun, but I am kind of like, okay, sure. It's a new Well, world. they're using, uh, they're not necessarily using Instagram for its. That's true. Um, well, yeah. For, for this, whatever we're, whatever we're trying to think of it of as this artistic presentation of. Right, you know, artwork. Well, to be clear, I'm also not necessarily mentioning that or saying that all the work that we're, I'm talking about, the, when you say the the work is not only about you, it's not necessarily artistic work either, or deliberate work. You know what I mean? Right. Okay. I mean, you know, like I said, you're talking about my chairs or or, or Shane's uh, uh, wet plates or whatever. Those are the obvious ones. I mean, I'm talking about anything that we do. We take pictures why do we take them do we take them to hoard them and collect them yeah maybe some people do i mean that's what you know photography is in some way collecting yeah. right as uh what's her name said um was it sontag in her books susan sontag yeah yeah uh so yeah there is some aspect of collecting and i want to say hoarding <laughs> uh and when speaking of hoarding actually hoarding. i wanted to <laughs> I know where you're I, going with this. You know where you're going with this, right? But I did want to, since we talked about this pre-show, I want to bring it in. But um, and another obvious uh, person in in discussion for me was uh, is Vivian Meyer, mm -hmm. in a way. Um, so I'd like to maybe use her as her example as sort of another sort of stepping point on this uh, stepping off point. But 
So there's this woman, right? Vivian Meyer. She's a nanny. And we all know the story. We've, we've heard it a bazillion times. Mm-hmm. Photographing, right? And she's not doing anything with her pictures, or as far as we can tell. She didn't want, you know, notoriety. She right. took pictures. She stored them. She printed them. Stuffed them in a closet someplace, eventually in a storage space. Lots of film that she didn't develop. Um, and then she died. And I'm sure she wasn't planning to die with all that stuff. Or actually, you know what? Who knows? No one to speak for her, right? As far nope. as we know, there was no immediate family to speak up for her things. And 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 then it immediately gets purchased by somebody. And then it's it's brought to the world, right? Right. It, out. Uh, whether or not with her wishes or not, right? Right. Um, we don't know what her wishes are. And so here's a person who's, you know, Apparently loves photography, loves photographing, loves collecting pictures, her own pictures. Right. No plans with them. Disappears from the world. Her her legacy is brought to the world sort of by accident. And whether or not this person actually I'm always curious if someone else had purchased that that storage space, would we still be having this conversation about her? Or would anyway, who knows? Yeah. Um and so now she's reborn. Right, we someone we never knew about before, and there's probably thousands of her, uh, Vivian Myers, around you know, everywhere who's, who's done the same thing that we'll never know about. No. And so, what was she doing with her work? What was she? She inadvertently made work for the rest of us. Now her work belongs to us, right? Right. It belonged to her. She kept it for herself. Now it's out there. Her wishes are not. Somebody published books, her pictures mm-hmm. all over the internet. We, her, she's a name now, we know. And and she's somehow contributing to the influencing, with I say with quotes, right. <laughs> influencing people from now on, right? Mm-hmm. People are, I, use her, I use her pictures in my uh, street photography class as an example of a, 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 you know, a wonderful street photographer. Right. Right. Um, so I don't know. I'm using throwing that now into your court well, a little bit. But okay, well, the thing with Vivian Meyer and I'm been, and I've said, you know, a couple of cases, I'm really conflicted with her because I don't know what her wishes were, if neuroses or whatever prevented her, or or you know from, or maybe she just didn't want people to see her pictures, or at least while she was alive. That's one issue. Is set that aside. What's interesting about Vivian Meyer is that it was a recent discovery, what, 2009, 2008, I think, the storage More or less, yeah. Or that's when, maybe that's when the movie came out. Anyway. Yes, yeah. yeah. yeah some, somewhere in there. But it's, yeah, within recent history. Uh, and that she's, she's a new discovery. And so I think, I'm, I'm going meta here, but I think photography <laughs> was kind of waiting for something like Vivian Meyer to rekindle um, interest in that kind that kind of work or that kind of presentation or something it was just kind of a perfect storm of you know the century was ending and we're getting into this electronic age and suddenly there's this cache of all of this you know pretty you know people like some of her pictures and some not so much and i was fortunate to go see the exhibit here at the glenbow in calgary so it was Mm -hmm. you know yeah, you know, quite a few pictures there. So you you really got a chance to 
see and confirm for yourself, see for yourself what her, or what her images are like. But um, yeah, so the, the, there's this wonderful discovery and, and, and in a way I'm thankful for her because she brought some interest back into photography, people that would typically go to a museum just to see, you know, other kind of visual arts, painting and sculpture and all that kind of stuff. We're, we're now we're seeing, you know, mm -hmm. Vivian Meyer, photographer. Mm -hmm. And we've sort of, I think the public have kind of decided that photography is an art where, you know, 50 years ago, maybe people didn't think that. So they're more willing and accepting of that. And that, that for me, that's the greatest lesson or the greatest aspect of Vivian Meyer's work. Um, so you're in a sense by you're, what you're saying is sort of proving my point. Exactly. Yeah. Right. I'm not, okay. I'm not arguing with no, you. I, know, I, I, know, I, know, I, I was already to be Mr. Devil's advocate here, but I think, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I have some, you know, I have some likes and dislikes about her work in, in, in general, but, um, I just love how there were so many people looking at these pictures, just normal public people, young and old, and having this discussion about what they liked and what they didn't like. And, oh, look, and we're trying to figure out where this picture was taken and all, all those wonderful things that, you know, a lot of us who are interested in the hobby and the, in the art form now get to do. And you get to see that in public and overhear these great conversations. And that des definitely feeds that. The, there was an appetite for that in the public, uh, for so sure. Is it, is it fair to say that that her photography now belongs to all of us? Her her work, and I don't mean that in sort of the legal sense. No, I yeah, absolutely. That, the yeah. fact that we're talking about her, you know, but she's, again, she's also she she fits in that category I was talking about before about like you know, okay, well, she's the name that everybody recognizes, right? Yeah, because she was there's the story now attached to her and. And it became a thing, right? You yeah. know, we call it viral or whatever you want to call it when her, uh, her she was rediscovered. Or I'll just say discovered because she wasn't really planning to be discovered. You know, no. She didn't seem like. So, yeah, she's up there in the top of the pyramid as well. In terms of public consciousness, yes. Yeah. But I just, uh, there's a part of me would like there to be a line, uh, you know, a, a desk where. Uh, there's somebody, you know, an art guy sitting there going, if you like Vivian Meyer, have a look at Walker Evans, <laughs> you know? have a look at his stuff. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah, like, yeah. it could be a jumping off point for a greater appreciation uh, of, well, her type of photography, that kind okay. of street photography of the mid of last, the mid of the last century, middle of the last but, century. But, yeah. What about the rest of us mooks though? I mean, well, that, but know, that, we're, we're at the bottom of the pyramid, right? Yeah, you I keep I mean, saying that. <laughs> I just, I mean that, why, are you busting my chops about that? No, no, no. I'm just like, I, when I post my pictures or I'm creating them, I'm not thinking I'm at the bottom of the pyramid. No, you're actually. I'm no, putting you, them out there. You're at the top of your pyramid. Yes, you are. Because yes. I am, I am the star in the movie of my, about my life. Yeah. That's, that's true. Right. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, you, you, we put it out there and we have our own little followings and it doesn't mean, you know. Um, uh, but, where am I putting this? Well, We're part of the uh, part of the whole kind of collective consciousness of photography. This big corpus of of uh, endeavor. Yeah, is that I mean, making like, sense? It makes some sense. Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> there's a part of me that's really trying to resist dovetailing this into the idea of the um, you know, the preservation of of work right right you know i mean of course some of the people we're talking about are, are creating 
here I am. I've already started getting into this, which I didn't want to do. But, you know, people we're talking about have created a process where that's going to last forever. And the rest of us, the vast majority of us, are are not. You know, we're we're creating images that are seen for a moment and then move away. And, you know, we can get into this discussion about is it is it of any value to look at a picture for a second or, you know, uh, two seconds or something like that or spend a lot of time with it. But in some way, you know, human beings can we can retain images, you know, even mm -hmm. when you see them fast. So even this is coming up from the other direction a little bit, but even if you are scrolling through an Instagram feed really fast, you are your memory. At the very least, of, you're, you're making a decision of whether you want to look at the picture longer. Well, you too, are. Right? But even as it goes by, you see the image, your brain. Yeah. It, it becomes part of, you know, a little building block, as it were, or something like that. Um, a, a visual memory. It's there, you know. Yeah. It's there in your in your back of your mind someplace. So in, right. in some small, 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 small way, a picture that you view for a half a second is probably, could probably have some impact on right. you. You don't know what, and maybe it's subconscious. I don't know. Mm -hmm. And I don't pretend to actually know that this is going to make any kind of difference in, in terms of like how it affects our lives, but um, it might, you know. Well, it, there's it affects people in the in the moment, you know. Even if they forget it after, there's I don't know, there's yeah. a subconscious thing that's, that goes on. That's true. That's um, true. I know when I go through feeds or I go through a book, I'm trying to memorize a, lo a lot of times mm -hmm. what it is I'm seeing. Well, for two reasons. One is to gain an appreciation, hopefully an understanding of what I think is going on in the picture. And also, um, I, I'm always thinking that it's going to be a test at the end of my life. You know, what page was this picture? <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> yeah. You have some sort of fear of tests? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm fine. I Well, I want to ace the test, you know? Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. I, I guess, you know, the other part of this is you know, we, you know, something like Instagram comes along or Flickr, because I mean, Flickr started a lot of this, I think, um, mm -hmm. this idea of liking images and giving the thumbs up or what, I can't remember what Flickr has. I've, I've been on there so long. What was the, is it a like button on there? A star. You, you give it a star. It a star? It was a yeah. star. Yeah. That uh, and somehow that feedback got back to us, and so I knew, okay, well, you know, 15, 20 people gave it a star, the thumbs up, or whatever it was. And as I don't know, does it well, they commented you, on it, and sometimes you'd have yeah, you know, commenting is a little bit more, right? It meant someone yeah. spent a little bit more time on it, but somehow that makes it more valid, you know, that the image made some sort of impact on somebody. And mm -hmm. I guess part of my maybe as I'm as we're hashing this out here, because I, you know, I started with an idea, I don't know where it's going, but. That regardless of whether or not someone gives it a thumbs up or a like or something like that, um, that you've had some impact no matter what. Mm -hmm. Just the seeing of the picture and the adding it to sort of the overall pool of, of what is it now? I think the world is, I read, uh, was it in 2017, they expected something like 1.3 trillion photographs to be taken um, I think it was for the whole year, right? For, the, okay. for that year. And I'm sure by now it's probably Double that. It's way more than that. It's probably uncountable. It's an uncountable amount of pictures. Yeah. And how many of the pictures are of people's fingernails and food? <laughs> yeah. You know, but 
you know, there, I want to say there's a place for that. I mean, it's, you know, uh, I think one time, a long time ago, I was, I was thinking about Instagram as a language that, you know, it wasn't just a place of seeing pictures, but it was a way to speak. It was, it was an actual language. Yeah. For uh, the there person were different languages doing the speaking. Yeah. Right. Well, there's different dialects, right? You know, there's the, the people who photograph their, the, you know, their nail polish and stuff like that. And the people who photograph their, uh, you know, shoes or whatever. It's like all different dialects, but they're saying something in right. photography. Uh, but even that has some sort of larger impact. And actually, as I'm thinking about that, you know, those photographs that are those mosaics that are made of photographs, like they yeah. have a giant, yeah. you know, face and you look down and it's, you know, a thousand individual pictures, photographs, yeah. individual pictures, I guess, kind of. It's taking, you know, this concept to the to the larger, you know, um, idea that that each little, no matter what kind of picture we're taking, adds to some giant mm. mosaic. There's that, your metaphor right there. You win. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> the show's over. That's right. <laughs> We've had enough. Um, what else did I want to say about this? Uh, oh, so let's, you know, I, I dug up this quote, which I thought might be you know, part of what we're talking about, but I can't remember where it came from now. So it was, I was looking through websites today and stuff like that. And, and, uh, something just, um, caught my eye I'm looking at it now, but I don't think this is on the website. Someone wrote, um, writing preserves the world we inhabit. And I, you know, I think uh, writing and our colleague, uh, fellow, you know, uh, unusual and, uh, uh, Adventures in Creativity podcaster David Swiduck would, mm -hmm. you know, jump right in here about this. You know, that writing is certainly, I, I think he would, I, I, <laughs> he's not here, but this idea that writing is, is, is bigger than the person who's writing, that somehow you're, uh, you're going to be affecting more. You're, it's more than about you and all the stuff right. that we were just talking about photography and writing. But, this idea that writing preserves the world we inhabit. And I wonder if we could switch that around and say photography um, preserves the world we inhabit. Yeah, um, yeah I'd, I'd agree with that. Yeah. One thing writing has going for it now, and to t talk a little bit about Instagram too, but writing requires quite an investment by the reader. They're sitting down and spending time to digest what's being said and, and the story and so on. Mm -hmm. And so they that's the way they become part of of. Uh, how they mesh with that kind of art. Uh, with photography, it's uh, an interpretation just of what, what people see. I mean, there can be notes and let's say, forget about, you know, any kind of captions or anything. You know, what is what does it mean to them? And I think, um, yeah, you can do that in writing too, but you're, you're, you're using a, a, a language, you know, a basically a verbal language to describe and create, you know, this scenario in in the mind of the mm -hmm. of the reader in photography it's a completely visual um uh, a visual medium and so the interpretation can be quite a bit different particularly mm. if there's some ambiguity in it um i was thinking was thinking about uh we we're talking about walker evans and the um the american photographs and go forward 20 or so years to Robert Frank's The Americans, um, that those pictures aren't as quite as cut and dried culturally or, or uh, what's the word I'm learning, like culturally, oh, culturally too, but um, um, the compositionally, 
there's a little bit more ambiguity and what is it that each photograph is compared to what you'd see in Evans. It's not quite as cut and dried, but if you go through, uh, if you go through Robert Frank's book, you get a feeling, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you mm-hmm. certainly, you certainly come away after going through that book with a feeling about the States, about America. Um, and, and the whole, the, 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 the point of that book for me is, uh, more of a feeling than it is an appreciation of individual photographs. It's a, a cultural impact. Hmm. So just in those two ways, um, uh, those two different ways, you know, between writing and photography and the different spin a photographer can do through the way the book is created or whatever to have a specific impact. And also too, I think with the Americans, there's, you you have to work a little harder as a viewer than you would with, uh, with Evan's work. And that goes to, um, that goes to maybe a maturity or moving along of, of photography as a, um, as a medium. Hmm. Um, and so you bring your own biases, your own interests, your own, whatever you, that will come into it when you go through something, a, a, a work that's a little bit more inscrutable. So I think, I think there's that. And that's just another wonderful nuance of photography that, you get the one individual picture of that oversaturated beach that you, in the middle of winter, you're like, look where I am, you know, you frozen <laughs> bastards. Mm-hmm. Um, there's that, there's that. And then there's this arty farty stuff that I like to think I would like to be able to do. And then there's these works like uh, family of man or, you know, just all these different things that, that are part of this. And oh, I was going to say about uh, Instagram, um, you know, you're talking about the language going on and the people who do the photography who are posting the work are speaking their language or their point of view or their technique. Um, when you go to, in, why do we go to Instagram? Because we think as a viewer, a uh, consumer of it, well, we're going to go through and see if we see, might see something we might like. Hmm. And if you're any kind of curator, if you just, you have any kind of sense or, uh, um, take some care with who it is you're following, you're going to see something that's going to move you. I mean, I don't think, I mean, I follow over 4,000 people now. You enough. follow 4,000 people? 4,000. I think I'm over 4,000 now. I got to see this. Hang on. <laughs> and, um, and I see something interesting every time. I mean, I drive, you know, I'm like, you know, most annoying husbands. I sit there and go through, aren't you going to watch this TV show? I'm like, nope. No, you're sitting there flip with your through. phone. I'm just going to flip through here. <laughs> but I almost always, I mean, even if I'm sitting there for 20 seconds spinning through, you know, the last collection and it's different every time. Um, and I love, I love that part of it. Um, you do? Yeah. Oh Yeah. I'm the not discovering. Yeah. yeah. The discovery part. And I mark, you know, pictures that I really like and I save them and whatever. Um, it's just, it's just a nice thing to keep my head in the game with photography thinking about, Oh, here's the kind of composition. Oh, here's a kind of locale. Here's a kind of whatever. Um, so, you know, Instagram in that sense is tapping into it's, uh, you know, uh, I'll say this, I want to get, I had an idea to get it back, not get it back to the topic, but to link to the my thought process. That um, Instagram is almost that. Uh, not, it's a not a flood. No nope. fire hose. 
Well, well, it can be a fire hose. It is, you know, it, but is it the fire hose that nur? You know, this is going to sound strange. The fire hose that nur n- nourishes. Yeah. Well, it is if you take the care to curate. Oh yeah. Well, you curate. I mean, do you really consider having four thousand photographers a curation? I mean, it could be, right? I mean, well, I could because I there if they're photographers or not photographers. If they're pictures that I don't like, I'll unfollow. Yeah. But yeah. this is, you know, since whenever I started with them, I was try I try to be careful all the time with the likes and the and not the likes with the follows. So and, every Instagram, it's funny that we get uh, kind of the world gets back to Instagram all the time. But but it's the well, f- maybe I know I know for I know. us it's the reality. It, it, it's, it is it is it it's its own kind of metaphor for the greater body well, of yes, that's whatever. Right. So Well, like you. Okay, so you're following 4,000 people. I'm following 2,700 people. How many, you know, people are on Instagram? I mean, I have no idea, but I imagine it's a lot. And if each person is following, let's say, between, you know, on average, you know, who knows, hundreds, 300, yeah. hundreds, hundreds of people, yeah, right? And, and so each one of those is a curation, right? Because obviously you're only going to follow the really generally only following the people that you're interested in seeing their work. And so mm-hmm. this constant scrolling, this waterfall of, of imagery that is now part of like, this is how we see things in the world, right? That's the, I'm saying the unfortunate thing, but well, it can be un- it's unfortunate for many. I, I, I agree. Yeah. Because, you know, it's unfortunate that all that power is held by, one well that's another part of it that's well, another and that's another story too but but it is part of the thing it, it no longer becomes this greater good or greater thing it's now well we're seeing you know you're getting your uh your uh instagram uh, uh fix or the pictures that you're interested in and i'm doing it based on you know not uh Based on uh, on algorithms, or based right. on, you know, uh, I hate simplifying it. I really hate getting to it like this, but um, it's it's no longer sort of the greater good. It's what is being fed to you. Right? right. You're not you're not bathing in glorious photography. You're being fed it, and whether you like it or not, you know, this right. is what you're going to get. And there's something. Uh, that moves away from from what I was talking about from the beginning about the photography only being not only being about you or something. Now it's like, well, it, yeah, it's not only about you, but now it's feeding this system. A, a, uh, a yeah, a consumer driven. Um, yeah, and yeah. I really didn't want to turn this into a rant against Instagram. I mean, I, I use it; it's there, and and exactly what you're saying. I find that I follow people to look at photographs that are, um, you know, uh, all of a sudden these little gems pop up. There's a lot of stuff mm-hmm. that isn't gems, but, oh, you know, again, <laughs> you know, but I, I do the thing. I post stuff that are not gems as well. I mean, I'm not out there to post every perfect picture. I'm there to share with the world. And, yeah, to go back to the, the idea of sharing, you know, um, people have been doing this, and I probably just mentioned this before, but they've been doing this for years, the stuff mm-hmm. that's in, you know, you take pictures, uh, you 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 kind of hoard them, uh, and until either you pass away, or you decide to give everything out. You know that at some point that stuff goes to the world, and then the world mm-hmm. owns these 
these images yeah. Uh, yeah. or whatever you decide to share. So uh, anyway, I'm not sure what direction I'm going now. <laughs> yeah, but for, I mean, for the moment, um, you know, Instagram is the way people get to see your your images and you get to see theirs just for the, the moment. And it is, it's disposable. I'll grant it that, but to, to some extent though, I mean, you can't, I imagine that you get influenced by, I mean, if you take the time to, let's say comment to somebody about their photograph, that you saw something that was worth mentioning that you noticed and that had some kind of effect on you, then it is, you know, yeah. uh, it is growing. It's making it bigger, um, uh, bigger than just you and the photographer. It all becomes something else, and you're right. sharing that 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 uh, that comment publicly, so other people will see it, and so it becomes one of those things. Like, what was that commercial? Did you ever see those commercials? I don't know if it was for insurance, but like, shows someone like walking down the street and they see someone, uh, you know, um, falling, and someone else is picking them up, and you can see that they're watching it, and then. The next scene is that person helping somebody. And like, it's this ongoing okay. chain of influencing people because someone saw something in it. And, and then what you end up having, you know, the extrapolation is like this entire town of people who are considerate, who are, who are not just thinking of themselves, who okay. are also thinking of others. And, and, and in some way, that's what I'm talking about here, that you're not just thinking about yourself when you're taking a picture or creating it or sharing it. You're, you're also thinking maybe not explicitly about others. And, right. and so when you get that feedback from somebody, then it's sort of a, um, it, you're, uh, um, what's the word? Boy, this is a, well, you're participating a, in the community. Of you're it. participating in the community and you're validating some aspect right. of, of like, yes, I put it out in the world in it and it, and it's, it's had a, an impact yeah. on somebody. And so, yes, it wasn't just about me, but now you go off and make a picture or think about a photograph that you've seen and it and it moves you in in a, in a direction mm -hmm. to take a certain kind of picture and then share uh, whatever you know right well i mean and i think of so on and so on and so on in know? our unusual collective right we're a little club there and we you know we root for each other and you know you i went to mexico and i shared the stuff that i had and and you know we were we're you know it was a a nice feedback loop, positive, mostly positive feedback loop. Not an echo chamber though. Would you say, I mean, there's that no, fine no, balance we, between like, yeah, you know, well, you know, there's you know. certain, there's certain wells that you can jump into for sure. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, it's really about the effort of the individual too. I like the care, especially the curation part I think is important, mm. but that's just, that's just one one participant in this, in this, uh, you know, the way I want to perceive this huge body of material that's out there. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I guess it's also one way of saying is like, you know, don't just take pictures and, and, um, with the expectation or the desire to just get it seen by everybody and get likes and stuff like that. Like, even if you're not getting, the recognition that maybe you seek or want, you're still in some way influencing the sort of the overall uh, of the visual world. Yeah. And, and the, the, you know, people who, you know, um, don't really have the capacity for a photography who don't really know what to share and they sh have their, 
you know, their smartphone pictures up. And maybe for you and I, they're not very good, but they have fans too. And they can get, you know, they can get positive feedback from people. And if they're, you know, they have friends and family who know them mm-hmm. and you're encouraging them to go out and take pictures when they go out for their walks and things. And, you know, I think it's, it's good. It's a way to build, it can be a way to build people up. I mean, we yeah. concentrate a lot on how all the social media is destructive, but with some care and some kindness, it's uh, pretty amazing. And we've seen things with uh, GoFundMes for people who have fallen under misfortune, all those sorts of things that mm-hmm. you know, we mm-hmm. can do things that are good. Right, yeah. Uh, but but no, I think... Uh, uh, I think it's a great it's a great time to to you know have this conversation about uh you know about the depth and breadth of the material that's out there that and, uh, and you know the more I think about it the more I agree with you that it really once you give birth to it it's not about you anymore you put mm-hmm. your creative effort into it and now it's it's for others to to if not keep at least to appreciate even for a short time yeah um, Let me ask you this great. question. Um, I on, on Instagram, I see pictures. I like them. My my intent is to like them, to bookmark them, so I can go back to them. But I never go back to them. Do you go back and look at the pictures that um, you? Yeah, uh, I do. You do, and then right. ones that are early on that I don't like, and I unsave or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So you're constantly changing that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think, um, I, I use Instagram and others and books and all that as a stuff, as a, as a stuff. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> as a way to guard against, uh, me creating stuff that's already been done, like reinventing the wheel. I'd like mm-hmm. to be able to channel my creativity to say, what is it that I can do that is not this, but is about that something that I can create, but is not mm-hmm. this that's already been done. Hmm. Um, and I find it yeah. easier to walk around and shoot now having, you know, some idea of what it is that I want to do. You know, it's sort of negative because you're saying, I don't want this. I don't want to do this. I, don't, I love right, right. this, you're, but I don't want to do that. Right. And right. then when you go out and shoot, well, you know right away what it is you don't want to do. And I don't mean that but in even a negative that, way. The, but doesn't that box you in? I mean, like, no, it's the limitations. I can't go this way. I can't go this way. No, well, but the whole idea of constraint is what really, for photography anyway, really helps with the creativity. Because mm. what can I do in this narrow set of circumstances? It's not like there's this mm. back alley picture that looks like a million other back alley pictures. Am That's I really true. not going to take that picture? Right. The sun is just right. I'm going to take that picture, yeah, but I, I don't mean, have I, high I, expectations for it. <laughs> Let's put it that way. I mean, way. again, that goes back to the, like if I was going to go to the Grand Canyon and stand there where everybody stood and say, I've seen this picture 400 million times. Am I going to take this picture? And the answer of course is yes. Yes. Because I haven't taken it yet. You know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, if I share it, then everybody's going to look at it and say, yeah, it's the millionth freaking, you know, Grand Canyon picture I've seen. But then again, yeah. there's going to be the few people who have not seen that. Yeah. And, and, uh, they'll latch onto it. And sort of like not taking the picture is, is not a good idea. It's always good to take the picture. Yeah. But yeah, it's interesting. I haven't gone back. I, I have never gone back into my Instagram, uh, likes, um, mainly because it's, it's always kind of a, Got to jump through a few hoops to find it in the in the app, but 
going back as far back. I don't know when I started Instagram, mm -hmm. but you know, again, I've bookmarked these things. You know, I, I use the likes as bookmarks too. Cause like, yeah, I'd like to look at that picture again in depth. And I yeah. have not done that. I have not done that. You got to do that. It's a, it's a kind of nourishing, yeah, but I want to yeah. jump back a little bit about the Grand Canyon. So, mm -hmm. uh, my wife and I took mother-in-law down to Arizona in 2019 before all this excitement. And we, on the way back, we visited Page, Arizona and a horseshoe bend of the Colorado river was mm -hmm. there. And it was, there's an Ansel Adams picture. We stood basically where Ansel Adams stood. And, um, yeah, we're all waiting for sunset so we can get that picture where the you know, sun's low in the sky and the, uh, the, the, the Canyon is lit, uh, you know, exactly the right way. And the, the river becomes d black and all this kind of stuff. And, and we were horrified, offended, amused by all of these people that were doing the Instagram selfies. There would be people that would just, or just do selfies. They'd walk right up to the rim of the Canyon and turn around. Not and facing, the not same. facing yeah. it, not even looking, looking away and looking up at their cameras, mugging mm. the camera while all of this beauty is going on behind them. Hmm. And it was this huge well of creativity I felt because I spent, and I spent all the time till sunset shooting these people who were risking their <laughs> lives, <laughs> you know, so taking their pictures. And it became, it became a comment. It became a criticism, uh, this hilarious and offensive. I was, I was completely down the middle. I was, amused and horrified by these people okay. and it just All didn't right. end people were coming from the parking lot and they were just they'd walk right up and they'd spin around and they'd pose you know like <laughs> man this is just this is crazy but it then was... and and i i i want to say that i took that point of view well I, we knew it was going to be bored because it was going to be like an hour and a half we were there before you know before sunset and, and the picture that I took was, you know, it was a stitched picture, color picture I took. Mm -hmm. It's whatever. Uh, it was fine. Um, but the real creativity came out of that from my kind of trying to narrow what it was I was looking for and, you know, look for what's in front of you. And what was in front of me were these really obnoxious people. And so <laughs> I turned it into a little mini project. It was really gratifying. It was I think one of the highlights of that trip, actually. Have you posted those pictures anywhere? I sure have. Yeah, they're called. Um, what is the sequence called? Uh, Are they tourists. On yeah, they're on Instagram. Um, tourists. What is it called? Uh, I can't remember. Anyway, tourists um, enjoying the Grand Vista. Oh, I forget it was I something think, like I think that. I remember that now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Here, to to circle back around, it'd be really ironic if if you know, the, however many people looked at your pictures of that, right, and and g are going to get influenced by what they see in your pictures, and a either, you know, oh yeah, look how silly I look if I go to the Grand Canyon and take a yeah. selfie, and so when they get there, they don't do that because they saw in your pictures people being really silly. But and, it is funny though. I don't think I, I think the pictures are. Uh, humorous too, mm -hmm. but there's definitely an, uh, an an undercurrent of of disgust, uh, and I think where I where I I, I kind of left my derision in the caption. Really, mm -hmm. um, you mm -hmm. know, I, I I worded the caption in such a way it was sort of like 
all right, you know, this is kind of uh, not good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then like imagining, you know, like we were talking about earlier, about the handprint on the wall in the cave, like mm -hmm. someone somehow, if it's even going to be possible, digging up photographs, let's say from 2020, just as a, you know, a year to pick and, mm -hmm. you know, a 5,000 years from now and wondering what was going on in our minds and, and trying to figure out our society and what was going on in the world just based on uh, an Instagram feed for that yeah. year. Or um, people even 40 or 50 years from now looking at the pictures going, oh, look, they're wearing masks. <laughs> that must have been 2021, 20, 20, you know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I can yeah. I can see that in some of the pictures already. I can imagine someone in the future going, oh, look, they're wearing masks. Like, mm. that was a moment, right? Right. Oh, that's true, yeah. You know, we we think of it as, you know, this long drudgery thing. But, you know, if when we get out of this and then people start looking back and they go, you know, you're, you'll be telling your grandkids about it and everything. And, uh, <laughs> what was it like, Daddy? Or what was what it like, Grandpa, like to be? Yeah. All right. So I, I don't know. Did we get, did we... Uh, well, we had a, we had a lot of uh, you know. I like to talk about. Uh, I, I'm better talking about the more concrete stuff than the great concepts. But I think we, you know, I think we had some examples of of what you're talking about. And what would be a takeaway from this? Um, from the uh, idea that the that your uh, the pictures are bigger than you. Well, I think we should think more like you are about that. We're we are helping to create this grand corpus of work. Um, mm -hmm. and, and, you know, take care to put out what we, what we put out, you know, mm -hmm. have don't the, hold back, have, yeah. don't hold back, have good intentions, be kind, be nice. rewind. Yeah. <laughs> be kind, rewind. <laughs> yeah. I, and again, as you're saying that, I think of, uh, this is going to be my interpretation of course, but I'm going to say not a tragedy of like the Vivian Meyer, but it. You know, we, we're so lucky that in the sense that someone found her in that kind of work and how many other people go unseen and unnoticed and, and don't add to the world of uh, our, our visual world, mm. you know. And, um, I mean, it's going to happen, right? There are going to be people who don't want their work seen or work that's, you know, I, there's probably a million reasons why someone might not want to have their work out in the world. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, uh, I guess maybe while you're here and maintaining control of your work and, and sharing as need be and, um, bring it out to the world and add it, add it to the, uh, to the great, um, the great pool with yeah. the capital P, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. All right. All right. Well, I think, I think it got me thinking a bit more and I think from the, for me, a little bit of the takeaway is definitely go back into Instagram, <laughs> look back at the stuff. It's, see, it's I want to see you started grand, and I was I was micro, and now we're at the end, and now you're going back to Instagram, <laughs> and I'm trying to think about the grand pool of yeah. the fabulous work. I guess yeah. our work here is done then. Our, our work here is done, definitely. All right, and and with that, that's good. We we actually managed to do it in time, which is kind of cool. Uh and. Uh, yeah, so that's that. Um, I wanted to also mention that we got invited to uh, be on uh, Bart Bueshot's 100th episode of Let's Talk Photography. 
That is cool. I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. So, so if any of you guys are listening and you haven't subscribed to Bart Bushot's uh, Let's Talk Photography, go to his Let's Talk Photography dot ie. I think that's his uh, that's his website. And um, uh, but we're we're scheduled to go on in a couple of days, so it'll be his his hundredth episode. And uh, who knows what we'll be talking about, but. Uh, Check us out then when, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll post all the, uh, you know, the links and stuff like that. So nobody will cool. miss it. Uh, so, yeah, Ward, and uh, where where can we find you? Um, well, if we're going to talk about Instagram, I'm, <laughs> I'm Ward Rosen Fine Art on Instagram. I'm Ward Rosen Photography on Facebook. Um, I'm Ward Rosen on Flickr. You can find me there. And I have my little business called Ornis Photo, um, O-R-N-I-S dot photo. And uh, that's where I sell uh, lens adapters and uh, mostly Seven Artisans lenses. And uh, it's funny, this this um, after Christmas, um, I sold out of uh, a couple of different lines of lens adapters. So really? it must have, yeah. people might have got old lenses or discovered old lenses over the Christmas season. And now they're uh, yeah. they're trying to get going, so... I'm only photo. too happy to oblige. Yeah. Our unofficial sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> the, the running thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. And uh, cool. Well, the, and actually there's a few new lenses coming out. I wanted to ask you about I'll ask you about that later. So, uh, yeah. And you can find me at uh, AM Rosario on Twitter and face, uh, Flickr and Instagram. It's at AM Rosario on the Rosario photo on Facebook. And then our uh, our Instagram account for Street Shots is Street Shots Podcast on IG. Um, not that I was posted much on there. <laughs> I keep saying it's we another month going by. I, now we know what it's called. At least we can. We know what it's called, and everybody has to say, <laughs> you know, you know, get to the end of the show. I'm like I don't even know the name of my own Instagram account, but yeah, Street Shots Podcast. I'm trying to put shows up. Boy, you know, having a job just eats into all this podcasting fun stuff. I yeah. know. Got to yeah. think of the big picture, man. Got to think of the big picture. Big picture. But, uh, yeah. So you know, we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll end it here, and uh, looking forward to seeing you uh, with Bart or hanging out with you with Bart in a couple of days. Yeah, that'd be great. And uh, yeah, and, and with that being said, hopefully we'll see you guys in a couple of weeks. Um, don't know what the show is. <laughs> We're making this up as we go along. But cool. thanks for thanks for uh, um, being on the ride with us. So, uh, anyway, Ward, it was good talking to you tonight. You too. Good night. All right. Yeah. Have a good night, everybody. See Bye. You.